0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network this fan base is amazing the city of cincinnati is amazing and i wouldn't want to be anywhere
1: else Desmond takes a handoff right to the right he's got all sorts of room to the 30 25 20 15 10 5 touchdown
2: to the college
0: football world. Did you see that?
3: Hello listeners, new and old. Welcome back to your favorite Bearcats podcast, People of Cats. I am your host Justin Hiles, accompanied by my great friend Steve Mauer, and we are here to bring you the very best of the Bearcats every single week and not so much anymore because it is the off season, so figure it out. Ah. Uh, with that said, speaking of the off season, we have some interesting news um it hasn't been official but i think it's official now um we have a very special guest on today's episode please do yourself the honors introduce yourself
2: hello i am a friend of lisa brannan's who still has cameras and audio recording devices set up in athletic director john cunningham's office. And I am here to tell you some very important information regarding our new apparel deal.
1: Wow, that is some okay. Uh, it, it's, it's very exciting. I so um, I'm I'm wondering, um, is know, that
3: not illegal?
2: I can neither
1: confirm nor
2: deny legal proceedings at this time.
3: Okay,
1: um, uh, just a quick. Uh, question before we get into the juicy stuff, uh, but uh, how is Lisa doing? She is doing well.
2: Go, Flyers! <laughs> oh,
1: okay, um, J- Justin, why why don't you just get right into it? What's what what is this news that? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you you have informed us that you have some important news on the uh, apparel deal. We've kind of all uh, been wondering. A lot of people have clamored, think that it's uh, Jordan, maybe it's Nike. But you have the official scoop. So from your listenings in the office, from your wiretap, tell us, what have you learned?
2: While Jordan and Nike have both been rumored, there have been some other apparel companies in the mix as well, including Reebok, New Balance... Yeezy, yes, Yeezy, as controversial as that may seem. Adidas as well. And fun fact, Under Armour is actually still in consideration to remain the sponsor of our uniforms and jerseys.
3: Do you you find that to be a hot topic?
2: I do not shop at that store, but I do not believe that they carry any of those merchandising brands.
3: So
1: I'm I'm wondering, um, yeah, are you the person that has been supplying all of the rumors to Twitter? There's been a lot of rumors on Twitter and social media sites, as well as our Discord. Uh, are you the one supplying those rumors?
2: While I am one of the main rumor supply chains, I will also say, while Lisa Brannon has access to these recording devices in the athletic department, Hep Cronin also still has access to these recording devices as well as amy fickle
3: okay wow, they... so so what what i'm seeing is that there's a trend here um
2: what i can say is security is very light in the Lindner center
1: <laughs> that's true anyone can just kind of walk in there can't they that's that is that is kind of crazy um sir why why is it taking so long for this this to happen there's a lot of wondering by the fans is like, you know, what what how why is it taking so long? You know, how long will it take? Will it actually happen? Can you give us some insight?
2: There's been lots of details that need to be hashed out, of course, when it comes to uh returning brands such as Jordan and Nike, which I will give you the scoop are the leading brands while others have been in consideration. Um while money has come into play, also duration of the contract, um, and then what the designs will look like. Um, one hot topic has been whether to keep the iconic triangle design that Under Armour kind of invented or bring back possibly the cat scratch, buying that from Adidas. So there are lots of details that are still being worked out, but a deal is coming very soon.
3: Um I I thought you were going to tell us. I thought I thought you were going to tell us what the deal was. You said you had important news, like like it was it was groundbreaking, like you were going to give us the scoop. We were going to be able to drop the scoop on the pod. So, like, come on, are you holding out?
1: You got the goods, and you're not giving it to
2: us. If there's one thing that Lisa Brennan and her friends never do, it's hold out. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: wait i i still don't believe this reveal yourself source show the people who you are there,
2: there, there's there's no need for that we don't need to get into there how Go am it i now. supposed
3: to trust that you are a reliable source you
2: i i've been a part of this podcast before you can trust me in in my credibility
1: huh So you've been listening in on our shows what i i, I this man are you terry nelson
2: Possibly.
3: Are you Alex Meacham?
2: Possibly.
3: Are you Trey Scott?
2: You guys are way overhyping who I am. I'm not (laughs) any of these famous people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Justin, Hmm. why don't we let the people know who it actually is?
3: I I don't know who it is. Oh shit! It's Joel. (laughs) Whoa!
0: (laughs) Hi everyone.
1: It is oh. good to be back. How's it going, um, buddy? Oh, uh, fine here.
0: and dandy. How are you guys doing?
1: Man, that, uh, Justin, we got to give him, you know, this props for that acting performance. Like we we call it upon you, and you did not disappoint, sir. Thank you. Yeah,
0: sorry, I've been battling a little bit of a like a sore throat, so uh, oh, okay. I was a little muffly and choked up when I first joined.
3: Oh, okay. Well, you know, would you like it's... to explain why that is the case as well?
0: Um, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess it was
3: too much of a leading question. Yeah. I don't, He's not gonna I don't, give up
1: much information.
3: You don't have to give us all your personal news here. It's okay.
1: Joel, are you sure we're not gonna go with like Skechers or, or New Balance or somebody else <laughs> well, as part
0: I of this? Said deal? Well, I did say new balance. I should have said Skechers.
3: God, could you imagine a Skechers like a legit <laughs> apparel deal?
0: Um, actually, <laughs> I think it's gonna be ASICs brand.
3: <laughs> hey, they make some good shoes, man. What if it's like Crocs? Crocs, bro. The day that Crocs drops a basketball shoe, uh, we're we're signing that deal. There's people what, buying it. Look, what other? Sure.
0: Not to, uh, not to cause you to lose any other followers by not being serious about this combo, because I know it's been a very I'm so- highly uh, really <laughs> followed conversation.
3: Sorry, sorry. If you're listening to this and you we lose you as a follower because you you are not on board with the satire, then have fun. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> don't um, don't don't stick around.
0: <laughs> but, but I was gonna ask, um, what would be like the single worst apparel deal? Starberry. Is the Sandy Starberry.
1: <laughs> Starberry. Barry, Stephen Barry somehow revives the company. Stefan Marberry steps out onto the floor at the University of Cincinnati and says, Welcome back. To Starberry, fifteen dollars <laughs> shoes are back, baby, and uh, yeah, and then then our sh- our shoes just start breaking everywhere. So
0: That's amazing,
1: or the Aeropostal deal that UConn wore that one year. UConn had think. an Aeropostal deal. Yeah, yeah, uh, their what football team wore Aeropostal one year. Airy,
0: uh, I feel like I feel like the Gap would uh <laughs> would be pretty better. <laughs>
3: L- gap L- old navy walk out in the like one dollar sandals that you
0: get. i will say don't don't you dare disrespect old navy activewear. i have some of the comfiest sweatpants i own from yeah
1: those leggings are legit i've worn L- some of my girlfriend what about Lulu? my fiance's they've actually been talked about as like a legit player which is kind of like it's crazy i mean
3: speaking from a footwear scene like they've actually put they've they've put a lot of money into footwear recently like a shit ton So like you know, not now, but a while from now, I think it's possible. A blast from the past, Russell Athletic, baby, dude. I am all on board for Russell. Russell or champion, find us, find us something. Get us the starter champion.
0: Champion sponsored every pee-wee football league known to (laughs) man.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, true, yeah.
0: Um, but of course, you know, the leading conversation is Jordan and Nike, and um, you know, that's what appears to have been leaked from all these athletes posting um, these Bearcat logos with Nike's in the picture and New Jersey, you know, whether they've been Photoshopped or, but I want to hear you guys' opinions. You know, why don't you think this is coming uh, anytime sooner?
3: I mean, I think, I honestly, I don't know. I, I, th- I think it's one of those things where they could have this whole deal, like figured out already. And I mean, let's let's be honest, like if you're talking to like Jameel Reynolds, who we'll get into later, if you're talking to any of these new recruits, people that you're going to be on this recruiting trail for in the coming months in May. That's going to be a talking point, like for sure, like nobody, especially for like those higher profile athletes, they're going to want to know, like, am I going to be hooping in Jordans like that's the thing they're going to want to know, am I going to be playing in Nike like it's not a deal breaker? But it sure as hell is a nice seasoning on top of that whole conversation of why we should bring you to Cincinnati. So I think the sooner they do it, the better. But personally, I feel like if it's going Jordan, if it's going Nike, they've already got it worked out, and they're on a hush deal with anybody that they've talked to that's just saying, here's what you get. We'll announce it later. Like I I genuinely believe that.
1: The problem with any other like uniform supplier is that they're not going to give us the same like sweetheart deal that Under Armour gave us, you know, no one's given UC like $50 million anymore for 10 years, you know? And like, I mean, I understand like back in the nineties, like Bearcat fans bought the Jordan gear in droves, but it, that was, you know, it was 25 years ago. And the like Nike, Nike and Jordan as a company have both like elevated uh, like way past that. And, you know, I, I just don't want people to get their hopes up. And then I think somebody somebody was trolling the other day on Twitter and was like, no, I overheard one of the coaches saying that they were going to Adidas and it was like, (laughs) no, (laughs) but I think everybody's just like on edge right now. Like, Joel, there was, there was a guy in our discord today that blocked, you should join the discord, by the way, Joel,
3: Catskiller social. I haven't seen your name in there. Get in there. Come on. Cozart's donkey.
1: What are you doing? Um, (laughs)
0: I go by Lisa Brandon's burner nowadays. Yes. True. I actually don't there is a Twitter account with that name. <laughs> yeah. That's not me. I can't, I can't we caught, we
1: caught her tweeting again earlier this yeah. season.
0: Well oh, she yeah. tweets all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and mean, it's not that special anymore, you know. But... Hey, hey,
0: it's free real estate.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Speaking of, you can get real estate from Lisa Brandon. Just you could probably find her website somewhere, you know. <laughs> Selling homes in the Dayton area now. Neat. Um, I, I do think though, it's like, I just don't want anybody to get their hopes up for it to not happen. I mean, like it, it seems like it's heading that way. Pretty, pretty sure. That's where it's going just because process of elimination, the last, the other two big providers have said no to us within the past 10 years. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's, what's going to happen, but I don't know. I, I just, I, they nothing like we didn't know about the head football coach, for a week and there was like no news out of like the school for an entire week either. and, Sa- and the-
0: satterfield wasn't even a leading name like he came yeah. out of left field literally the night before well yeah. so
3: was wes miller yeah it's yeah. the same deal um, like it's it's an, a lot of this news like cunningham has been so good at be- keeping hush it's oh, his yeah. best skill
0: oh yeah um and i think you know, you said earlier, um, how Jordan and Nike brand was so big in the nineties. And that was of course, when Jordan was up and coming and it was all the rave and, um, you know, that was the brand to be a part of, um, no schools really use Jordan from like what, 2005 on until I think Michigan football was the first one, like five years ago when they announced that deal. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, more schools have come into play with the Jordan brand, but, um, You know, it's still you look at Nike and Adidas and Under Armour as the three main ones. And Jordan is kind of creeping back up into that space. And um, if we were able to secure that, I mean, that would be one like that would work wonders for the recruiting trail, of -hmm. course, going into the Big 12 would help as well. Like, I mean, Cincinnati, I wouldn't even say is an up and coming school because of the college football playoff run, because of the, you know, the continued not recently but i mean basketball was always in that top 25 conversation, like all of the 2010s so yeah um, you know cincinnati is a big brand when it comes to you know national brands like i would consider cincinnati bigger than like utah or you know maryland or like these other schools that don't have the athletic success so i definitely think something's coming um, and I know the spring football game is coming up soon. So maybe they're waiting until after that um, because they just want to do like a hard reset when there aren't any activities going on. Like they'll take a break after the spring season, come back into, you know, camp higher ground and um, training camp with all the new gear and all the new apparel. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe the deal has been made and it's just kind of been waiting to be released.
1: Yeah, so- I- that uh i'll just give you a quick anecdote there's still a closet at uc that has a bunch of old like nike stuff from like 2006 and like all the old adidas stuff like there's still just like boxes of shirts and like shoes and stuff and i always wanted it they would never give it to me i was like why (laughs) like it's just sitting there so but sorry i'm sure it's probably
0: for a capsule like It's one thing to say, yeah, just Google a picture of the old Adidas uniforms. It's another to say, hey, here's what it looks like on a mannequin or here what it looks like on a player. Like, you know, if you're designing throwbacks or if you're just looking for something to reference when That's making memorabilia or anything.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting, honestly, just to see how all this shakes out, because this is a thing where we could get the news drop tomorrow. Or I think I think the I would say earliest is any time now. Latest would be like July 1st because you're going into the big 12. Everything's there. The whole celebratory aspect of joining the big 12 on July 1st. That's that point. I think it's got to happen by then. It can't be any later than that because then once you're in there now, like you said, you've got to have all this apparel made. You have to have all these, you know, shoes and colorways and everything else. It's all going to be manufactured and sent out and, speaking on the footwear production side of things, that stuff takes time. I mean, you can get it. And of course, like in a bigger volume brand like Jordan, uh, who has a million bread colorways, like I think that's one thing that a lot of people overlooked too, that was perfect. Why Cincinnati was a perfect brand. They were hot at the time. At the same time, Jordan was up and coming. And on top of that, Michael Jordan needed somebody who could be that red and black color team like the Bulls, like all that hype around what Jordan was that black and red bread colorway team at that time. And so I think that's kind of one of those things that transitioning from then until now, like it's just, it's a, it'd be a really cool full circle thing. And I, I think it's going to happen soon. I it's that's our natural intuition. That's all the conversation, but I'll also put say this too. Like, I think there's a lot of weight in players putting stuff like that on their stories in players putting that kind of stuff online because can you imagine them doing that during the season? Like a player doing that, that would never fly. And so like, it's one thing to just do that off the cuff, but it's another thing to come from like a player's account. It's another thing to come from all these other sources where it's like a legit, you know, you could be in contract violations, which Under Armour, not anymore, but still.
0: And that's what makes it feel like it is a done deal because you're seeing them out like you, of course, have to have your coaches be able to tell recruits what's going on, like what they'll be wearing, what the deal is. So that's why I think, you know, a deal has been made. They're just trying their best to keep it as quiet as possible. And of course, you're always going to have student athletes that leak things, whether it's Mm -hmm. in class, at a party, on social media, like
1: so apparently they're they're the
0: the best rumor mills out there
1: (laughs) yeah so apparently like west miller was spotted in hyde park yesterday not wearing his ferragamo shoes (laughs) joel did you did you hear about that what he wore the shoes he wore on the side yeah like
0: the the like thousand dollar sneakers yeah
1: okay all right so but uh but apparently he was wearing a full jordan jumpsuit (laughs) like just the other day in hyde park just out in the i mean you know he's
3: he can it's wear a, what he wants. It's like.
0: a little late for jumpsuit January, so yeah, something else had to have been going on. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. Cracksuit mafia, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude. I would, I would pay so much money to see him in like a full red Jordan jumpsuit, red Jordans, and then just like hair slicked back, like classic mafia style. I want to see it.
0: My, uh, my old hometown in Michigan. Their high school. Um, it's like thirty minutes away from U of M. Um, back in the early nineteen 19- hundreds the high school um like their head coach knew the michigan head coach and when they were starting up their football team they just got all the hand-me-downs from michigan football and to this day they're like the exact same replica what if we just got replicas of the bulls jerseys
1: <laughs> i i kind of don't hate it that's kind of cool honestly like <laughs> I, I i like that it's clean that's good look. Like the, the yeah. pin stripes, like the black with the the red pinch. Oh, that's a, the or like something and, that just it's like the Red Bulls jersey, but it says Cincy. Oh, yeah. that be
0: Because cool. odds are you're not going to be able to use the cat scratch. You're not going to be able to use the triangle design. So do they go back to the blocks on the side? Like what what is the brand going to be? I Which would. I'm very interested in because we didn't have. um Do we have the blocks on the football jerseys?
1: No, never did. Yeah, uh, the, the nah. football jerseys were weird because like uh, uh uni nerd coming in here, but um, <laughs> they uh, it, we is had champion uniforms on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's me. Yeah, uh, there is a uh, we had like champion for a while and then we also had like Russell Athletic for our football uniforms. And like it's just night and day compared to like what how cool the basketball team looked and then our football team was just running out there and just yeah. I mean, they weren't ugly by any means, but it was just just so funny how much the two programs have just gone up and down so joel i'm just curious as like you know you're you're definitely like a fan like would you would you want like do you care about apparel providers like i'm just kind of curious as like someone who you know you you went to uc but like would you i'm I'm curious yeah do you do you care about it at all or does it i mean
0: i think when you're looking at it like Nike is the top dog. Jordan is, like, the step above the top dog. Like, that's kind of the elite club. Um, so that would, of course, be really fun, like, really cool to uh, be a part of that. Um, and I mean, I, I'm one of those guys who, like, if I'm wearing an Under Armour jersey, I'm going to be wearing Under Armour shoes. Like, I'm not one to mix, like, mix brands, especially when I'm wearing some type of jersey. So um yeah like wearing jordan brand wearing nike brand would be pretty cool cuz i mean that's like the top brand in athletics right now
3: yeah yeah and okay. i thought, i would say one thing too like again from the technolo- technological standpoint like jordan has done a really good job especially in basketball like pushing the edge when it comes to footwear um and it, and jerseys as well i think one thing that makes jordan so attractive over Nike in just, even if it's just in basketball is just the fact that like everybody knows how templated Nike can get. Mm -hmm. Nike has some cool stuff and that's never a knock on them because of course, like having the largest apparel provider would be great to be able to go on the Nike website and actually order a Jersey like Under Armour. You cannot do that. Like you can't, you can't go to the Under Armour website and order Bearcats jerseys. You might be able to order a shirt or two, but like having that selection would be great. And I think just from that technological standpoint, like these companies really do find a way to push that innovation. And I think Under Armour, while they've tried, kind of sits behind mm-hmm. in that curve. And I, I'm I don't know. I'm I'm excited from that standpoint because it just allows us to get that like edge, you know. Yep. And it's it's whether it be a competitive edge, I think an NIL talk and recruiting talk, I think that's the biggest thing. So when you're speaking as like a fan, it's like, all right, sweet, like. I want to wear Jordan. I want to do that and be wrapping the Bearcats at the same time. It's one thing. It's another thing to say, like I want to be able to get the best recruits in the country. What better way to sell them than on Jordan mm-hmm. and to sell them on that? Because like, you know, not every single fan cares about Jordan in the same way. And I, I like your question too, Steve, because like, you know, people might think like, Oh, like why would anybody not want Jordan? But there's some people who really just don't care players on the other hand. Jordan, Nike, like, that's what they want. They don't, like, look at, like, Under Armour's like, yes, like, give me that over Nike. Give me that over Jordan. Nobody's saying that. They want to be able to, to get the the free Jordans from school. Like, they want to be able to do that. Like, that's a leg up.
0: And so. even And even adding on top of that, you know, we're able to say, yeah, we're a Big 12 school now. Or, like, you can say, yeah, we're a Big 10 school. We're an SEC school, like, Players will be able to say, "I'm a Nike athlete." Like they'll yeah. be wearing, they'll be. I'm wearing a Big t- Twelve Nike athlete. Jordan. Exactly, <laughs> like that. Yeah. It has a much better ring to it than I'm an Under Armour
3: American Athletic Association athlete.
1: Yeah, yeah. No more drone shows from from
3: <laughs> Nike and Jordan. I'm an Under Armour independent Catholic school boy.
0: <laughs> I will hey. say though, that Nike can get very um, bland very quickly. Like, yeah. kind of you know, keeping it sleek or keeping it minimalistic while other people might just call it boring. So (laughs) I hope it's not just, you know, plain black jerseys, plain black pants with like a red, you know, trim down the side. And that's that, like, I want something unique to the university. You know, you have those, those iconic designs of the blocks of the cat scratch of the triangles. And maybe that's gotten our hopes up, but I want something as
3: iconic. Speaking yeah. of iconic designs and something that could be totally off the wall, if you were to if if you were to do one thing, Steve and I've had this conversation a million times, but if you were to do one thing to spice up a Cincinnati Bearcats jersey, could have any amount of tradition for the Bearcats, Cincinnati, whatever. What would you do? Give me one serious one, and then one just like Joel. Answer.
0: So, this one might. Get get me some flack as well, but I always liked the Cincinnati skyline that Xavier's court had on it. I hated that it was on Xavier's court because it's not called Xavier, Ohio. It's Cincinnati, Ohio. Like damn but right on our court, and that'd be super cool. Um, not really Jersey oriented, but um, I don't know. You know, I I love my favorite uniform combo was uh the black black jersey white pants black helmet white face mask i Mm. loved that i thought that looked Mm. so sleek so i want as much um and you know oregon does it all the time you know other schools have all these different jersey and uniform combinations i want as much customization with whatever brand we go with i want to be able to mix and match and make Mm. all those uniforms again
1: um yeah Definitely. That uh, I I think the like something fun would just be like um, somehow getting like the old Bearcat head on like a basketball jersey. Like it's never been It's on easy a, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like obviously, I Joel. My only goal for us, if we do end up doing Jordan or Nike, is I just want more jerseys than Xavier. I just want. Well, yeah. I want. That's gonna be more. hard
3: to beat. They've got like seven right now. Like well, seriously. I mean,
1: I want two more because we have two more national championships than them, but um, I could also <laughs> go for six more because we have six more final fours than them, but you know, that's just being greedy. <laughs> Arkansas, Joel wore like 15 this year. Yeah. Jesus, I uh, will, They
3: were crazy. I want to, I want to throw this out there too, because I was talking to Steve about this before we started that I came to the realization today, a long time ago, realization, but it's fresh in the mind that if we go Jordan or if we go Nike for basketball, we will have the gold championship tag with two little hatches in it for two national championships. And that will be on the Jersey every single time we play. that'd be pretty damn cool. Okay. I know it's one of those things that's like, you know, especially if we're all we're, we're, we're uni nerds in here. We're uni nerds. Like it's one of those things that is such a cool touch because it's so small, but you see it from a mile away, especially on a black Jersey. You'll see that from a mile away. That championship tag, I don't care how long ago it was, fuck you, Xavier fans. It's its one of those things It's like, we can say that we have that. You, there, is, there are so few schools that can do that, and it's so unoften that you find a new... Like, look at San Diego State and FAU. Like, they had a legit shot to win a national championship. Actually, San Diego State might have a national championship somewhere in there a long time ago. Who knows? But I don't think so. Not
0: basketball. That was not the first basketball one before.
3: Oh, well, there you go. Well, so Regardless, like, again, so very few schools, like maybe 20 can have that on there. It's probably more than that. But like having that little championship tag as a constant reminder of that part of your history, I think, is really cool. Like, it's so cool to see that on the North Carolina jerseys, on the Duke jerseys. It pops off that blue. It'll pop off the red. It'll pop off the black. It's going to be nice.
0: Did you guys see the ruckus troll everyone today?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, that, Joel. Like, I or
0: like
1: someone that. someone in our Discord blocked the ruckus account just because they <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> they did that. Um, so- Joel, what do you think about uh, – I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, but I do want to ask you about our, our coaches' style choices.
0: I was just going to explain what the troll was for anyone that hadn't seen it. So earlier this morning, they uh, tweeted out like big announcement coming at 1 p.m. And everyone in the comments, what, you know, eyeball emojis, like, oh, my God, it's happening. Like All these gifts anticipating this big announcement. And then one o'clock came and it was just student season football tickets go on sale next week. (laughs) Register now. Um assholes every, everyone was just so upset <laughs>
3: big well, announcement coming at 1 p.m i got laid off no. <laughs> <laughs> something like that uh, i just uh joel did you oh and
1: justin too did you did either of you notice what shoes scott satterfield was wearing in that photo shoot Mm-mm, i did not he know. had the most polished dress shoes you ever did see on a man and yeah. he man like i just love that they Left his dress shoes in the Photoshop, uh, just so like you could see the bottom of his feet and that they weren't like Jordans or anything, it was just yeah. like real clean dress. I don't know, it was, I mean,
0: crazy. similar to when they were doing uh, like the plane watch at Lindner, like you can tell a lot yeah. from the sneakers,
1: yeah, that's yeah, that's true, that's yeah. true, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now Luke's I'm, just,
0: Luke I'm excited for the Nike visors, those are gonna, yeah, go up the shelves,
1: yeah. Yeah, I I won a Nike hoodie yesterday. Um and I, I do I've always wanted a pair of Space Jam 11s, uh you know, just like Michael Jordan did in actual Space Jam. So, here's a
0: on. here's my favorite part about changing um changing apparel deals is all the clearance under armor that we're about to be able to buy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, hey, I can't turn down a good deal, you know. So,
3: I I'm going to get all I can. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I buy a jersey, why not? You, this is this is the one thing I will say that on the other side of this coin that sucks. The only thing that sucks about going to Nike or Jordan is that everybody will pay a little bit higher of a price tag on stuff. But to the same sure. effect, sure. you're paying a hundred and twenty dollars for a Nike or Jordan basketball jersey mm-hmm. versus paying what a hundred and ten. For an Under Armour one, like the level of quality is much different. I Under Armour has like sublimated everything. I I want I want real stitch jerseys. Nike Swingman. For anybody who's ever bought like professional like basketball jerseys, like the high top of the line stuff, like NBA jerseys, like that quality is honestly fantastic and it's awesome. Look
1: look at this guy right here. Like this is like the Suns. Like it's got like an actual stitched logo in there, and like that real stitching in here too. It's the the the, the logo and the jersey, the number is stickered on. But I gotta it's... say
0: that looks great quality with the with the, <laughs> the, the, the background. <laughs> that entire jersey was just blurry. <laughs> so
3: so is that thirty five in reference to uh, the to the the traveling man himself, Kevin Durant.
1: That's that that is him. Yes, the yeah. world traveler. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we, it was a quick purchase though. yeah, I bought it like the night he, he, well, like the week after he he got traded here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think one more thing I'm excited for as well is I hope that this new apparel deal ushers in a new era of marketing for the university because for so long they were so tight and so strict with where their logo was used and, you know, what partnerships they could make. That's why Boldly Bearcat took so long to be a permanent flavor is because, mm. you know, graders was before it. It was UC.
3: <laughs> Leave was, it to Joel to turn this into an, an angry rant about He's Boldly right, Bearcat. though. He's he's it's, right. Let him cook. It's so right. But hold up, hold up. Let but him cook. It's,
0: it's the reason that, you know, on like all these fanatic sites and all these, you know, when you go into Target or Walmart or any of these places, yeah, it's like not... Like it's off-brand stuff, like it's, you know, Walmart brand or whatever it is, but it is the university and it is the athletic name. Like you see Ohio State, you see Michigan, you see Alabama all over the place, these big brands, and Cincinnati wasn't allowed to become one of those because they were so strict. Like it had to be official university apparel or they weren't allowed to use the logo at all. So I hope that with the new apparel deal, I know the university will still have their own say over, you know, where and when it can be used, but I kind of hope it kind of changes that tone to where they're more lax with it.
3: I mean, that's a very good point. Like walking into a, you know, regular retail store like that and being able to actually see Bearcat stuff on the shelves and not just be like, Oh, do I pick between the like three Michigan state items or the 40 Ohio state items in, you know, downtown Cincinnati? Like nobody wants that. Like, Put the Bearcats out there. Like I've seen more Xavier stuff on shelves than Bearcat stuff in that. And I think that is a big part of that. Like Nike allows you to be a little more loosey-goosey with stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a very good point too. Like just being able able to have that brand visually out there is fantastic.
0: And maybe it was just a smaller school mindset where, you know, we need to make money off of everything that, you know, our name, image, and likeness is used for um and so being a bigger school you know going into the big 12 getting this new apparel deal i just really really hope that you know you start to see the cpaw um out there more yeah actually well do you guys think a new logo is coming at all or do you think the cpa is pretty set for a while no i they just no. they
1: just put down a new court um at uh uh in the fifth yeah. third and it still had like the regular C Paul black over yeah. red. It's
0: uh it's it, not so. the Ed Jucker court anymore, is it? there there are new sponsors for it.
1: It's the Hersha court, yeah. They're getting yeah. they um it is a little inside baseball here, but they are also the presenting sponsor for the new uh practice facility too. So oh. the Hershey f- family. Can Shut we up.
3: finally change over uh the baseball stadium? Can we do that? No, too? uh, it's still UC baseball stadium. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just I would like something done with Armor Fieldhouse.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh apparently they're they're it's trying hockey, to renovate that too. Ice hockey. It's but they're it's they're, full gonna of asbestos. It. they're gonna renovate it, Joel. Hold on, hold on. They're gonna renovate it, but it's still gonna be for indoor track. So sorry. Oh will Just make It'll it look cool better. though.
0: Make uh, it multi-purpose. Let let it be used for volleyball courts. Let it be, you know, I know hockey, the, yeah. in, ice hockey is kind of a long yep. shot. All
3: but right. Basketball, well, yeah. Let's put it this way. Would you be willing – I want to know how willing you are. How many slap shots, like if you had to sit in front of the goal, no goalie gear, how many slap shots with a hockey puck from the hockey team are you willing to take to get a hockey arena in Armory Fieldhouse? Straight me one, to the balls. One from every roster player wow
1: damn damn so you, you're getting like 25
0: uh, and so guys, guys, <laughs> hockey is an amazing sport um you know what else UC needs going into the big 12 we need to we need a women's softball team
1: you're right yes you're right you're right we need a, we need a softball team yeah yep i completely agree
0: and i know that our campus is limited of where it can be but whether you do like a temporary field uh like you know, or outfield wall. Um, I know that there are some schools where the two teams share and they just have that temporary wall that gets lined up. Um, You know, I don't know what the logistics of bringing a softball team in would be, but um, I think, you know, we're one of like 15 D1 schools. I don't know the exact number, but I know it's very minimal that don't have uh, a women's softball team. Uh, we want to take this time to mention that this podcast is sponsored by Graders Boldly Bearcat. It's very good, <laughs> and you should all eat some.
3: We now have—we uh, actually technically have official sponsors, but it's like also not technical. Homefield baby, shout out, uh, shout out, kind of, I guess. Homefield mainly shout out uh, ten, twelve. We're still figuring that out, but um, I would love to- We should reach out to Graders. Maybe we can make it happen.
0: Did I ever tell you guys a story about um, when Graders Boldly Bearcat was just a limited flavor? So, so was when this one, when... this was oh. years ago. Like it was first released on campus, like a limited run. You could mm. only get it when President Ono was handing it out. Um, and then uh, they announced that it was a January like limited flavor. And Mm -hmm. at the end of January, I, it it immediately became my favorite ice cream, not just because Mm -hmm. it's UC branded, but it's, it's genuinely so good. Red velvet, Capone ice cream, which means it's a cream cheese base with graders like trademark, massive chocolate chunks and Oreo pieces. So good. (laughs) I went to Kroger. I bought 12 pints of boldly bear cat. Do you remember the story? Put now. them put them in <laughs> my brother-in-law's deep freezer and I got 1 pint a month until that next January when it came out again and that's when it became like a full-time flavor and you can get it year round now. But I bought 12 pints just to have one a month. It was <laughs> it it was probably like a 70-80 ice cream purchase at that <laughs> uh, Well worth it.
3: Absolutely. Worth it. Taking it off the shelves, I will say the only flavor that I have bought more in advance so that I could have it later was Elena's blueberry. Mm. That blueberry pie ice cream that they have is just mm, so top notch. They recently chunky,
0: they recently made chunky chunky hippo a limited flavor for just January, mm. and that's my wife's favorite flavor. And it used to be year round. So guess what we did at the end of January. <laughs> We, we only bought,
3: bought, six, well, we, we bought. only
0: bought six pints. We only uh,
3: bought only six. sixty-four pints.
0: Yeah, exactly. But we've got those yeah. stocked in. in a, if you guys
1: hear of a man in the Cincinnati area hijacking a <laughs> grader's truck, uh, that that it's probably Joel. <laughs> probably local
3: bearded man <laughs> under the Handsome, alias of dude. Lisa Brandon's burner has <laughs> has robbed the Grater's Brinks truck. Oops, that's me. Adds a new meaning to back up the Brinks truck. So, talking specifically on a couple points we wanted to hit before we're done today, uh, we wanted to officially eulogize Under Armour. We have reached the... May, may it be metaphorical, may it be actual... It, it It is actual, but we don't have a hard set time until we get the new deal. Under Armour is dead for the Bearcats. It's not going anywhere... We're not going to get that deal back. If we do, we're all going to look like idiots and it's going to be really damn funny. But until that point, we are going to eulogize Under Armour. So Steve, please hit me with some of the points that we are going to uh, remember in our Viking funeral for the UA.
1: So yeah, the UA uh, slick clack, protect this house. I will all the good stuff. Uh, it it had a good run while it lasted, but, uh, you know, it just didn't really uh, pan out. So we will remember them for the Cincinnati stripe. Uh, however controversial it was, it was something unique, creative for Cincinnati, and we do thank them for that. They did make some pretty good throwbacks, I'll say. One for every, um, well, every men's sport. No women's throwbacks. What the hell are we doing there under armor? <laughs> um, and also... They just decided to grace us after canceling the contract mid twenty twenty with a wonderful drone show. So uh which Justin has already loved.
3: You guys know my feelings about that.
1: Yes. So uh Under Armour, it's it's been a good run, but so long and thanks for all the fish. We don't we don't need you anymore.
3: And that is the eulogy for Under Armour. RIP lived from uh, 2015 to 2023. A long, strong, hard uh, eight years, if I can do my math correct. It's probably, well, Is what, April of 2015 to possibly April of 2023? So that's a nice, clean eight years.
0: It was 2015 because, how I mentioned, I like buying clearance jerseys. Uh, I think I might still have my Adidas uh, football jersey that we got uh, going into my freshman year
3: there you go
1: yeah i uh, i i i I, mean, I just remember it because it got leaked through the press in january and i tweeted something about it and i had to delete it from my personal account and then it didn't come out till april which is why it's so weird that nobody's leaked this at all like it has not like there's no leaks or anything and uh you know i, I would have thought for now i mean John Cunningham. But still, I would have thought somebody would have leaked it by now.
0: You guys, think, <laughs> you guys think Michael Jordan himself will make an appearance that you see with Roy Williams, who already came for a West Miller game?
3: Yes, Roy Williams and, would absolutely be there. But. As
1: long as Michael Jordan has the glass of whiskey from The Last Dance in his hand, then I'm good with that. And the cigar, yeah. you know, and just like, yeah, Cincinnati basketball, motherfucker. Of- whatever of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and I
3: took that personally. I was gonna about to say, I took that personally. I think. Uh, I think that this is a interesting time to Now, with the university moving forward, with all of these revolving parts that are going to be changing, to you know, be a part of a different brand, just in general, I think it's the most clean transition you could possibly have. You go into a new big contract. With the Big 12, you get all these new TV deals. You have all this new money flowing in. Having that extra little spice on top is going to be great. One thing that we... Uh, two two not things, two people um, that we will miss, however, um, that will be leaving the Bearcats, never getting to wear Jordan or Nike. Jeremiah Davenport and Landers Nolly. Both of them have said their salutes and their goodbyes. Landers Nolley has signed as an agent. He will be going to the NBA draft to play his luck there. I think he has a legitimate shot. He has all the makings of an NBA player in length, size, positionless play, his scoring ability. It's all there. I think he's got a legit chance. Jeremiah Davenport, on the other hand, uh, will be moving on to another school. Uh, we are still yet to hear on what that will be. Um, and of course, we we will miss him and wish him all the luck. Um, I think, you know, both of them were, Very interesting contributors this year in different ways. Landers Nolly only being a one-year. Jeremiah Davenport having four strong years with the Bearcats. Um, And as Steve mentioned before all of this, that uh, my list of the five, the five who stayed, the five Bearcats recruits since Mick Cronin's 2016 class that have stayed here has now dwindled down to four because Jeremiah Davenport has left. I would assume that at this point, if he's out the door and the way the transfer portal works, you would think if Micah was going to leave, that he would be on his way out as well. We haven't heard any news on that. So I would think that that's probably a little bit of a stronger sign that he will stay. Time will tell, but if that's the case, then we'll be down to just three. And David Julius and Jaron Cumberland have cemented their place on that list, leaving only Victor Lockett. So Victor Lockett and and Mike Adams woods are the only ones of the, <laughs> of the, what was it? Six consecutive recruiting classes that can manage to stick around. I am still upset about it. anyways. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I,
0: there was a lot of, you know, mixed emotions about jeremiah davenport leaving um and it was kind of sad to see because he was such a contributor to bearcat basketball you know he always he always brought the grit you know while he may not have been one of our strongest players he got some really valuable minutes and he always gave his all you know cincinnati kid went to moeller um came up through uc um the only thing I have to do is thank him for his time. Um, You know, once a Bearcat, always a Bearcat. I think he was a good contributor for this transitional period of basketball that we had. And while, of course, you always want to see, you know, everyone have amazing years go off into the NBA. um, You know, while he never had one of those types of seasons, I think he had a very good career with the Bearcats. Um, And I think he gave it his all and, you know, us as fans need to be really appreciative of a guy that kind of did that.
3: I would like to say too, that like, it's not every day that you have somebody who's a thousand point scorer. And like, I know that that's to a lot of people just gets washed out as a number. Like you think of the guy, the greats who, you know, score 2000, you think of a guy like, you know, SK scoring 2000 points. It's like, wow, that like cements your legacy, like as a tried and true Bearcat there's not a lot of 1K scorers. So to have somebody like that in that lineup, I think it's great. And I I really will, I, I will miss having Davenport on this team. I know a lot of people, you know, like you said, had mixed feelings and it was controversial, but he was a strong contributor. And I've I am a firm believer in team chemistry oh, yeah. and being able to bring that into a new conference where they're gonna beat the shit out of you. Uh and so having somebody who's been there who's been in the dumps with your team as well. To be able to be a part of that and and to usher in that new conference, usher in that new era of players, be that vet on the team, whether you think of, you know, highly or less high of his skill, having that kind of vet that's been around the block with Cincinnati is always good to have in the locker room. So missing that is going to hurt. But that's a lot said on Davenport. Um, Again, to Nolly's point. Go ahead, Joel.
0: I have one more thing to say about Davenport. When he was hot, he was hot and he had mm. some of the most memorable heat checks in games. that oh, I remember showing sure.
3: for sure. Yeah,
1: he, he loved just to pull up from 30 feet and be like, hurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it didn't fall, but uh th- good for him, man. Like I'm I'm happy for him. Uh hopefully whatever school he goes to, we'll schedule them in the non conference and he can just get a hero's welcome for one. We'll last
3: get game. the old Mamadou Diara. Return, that's right return yeah, that's right. to fifth third <laughs> yeah and
0: then when it when it comes to nolly um i'm not sure if you were going to lead the discussion go ahead anywhere else justin but um it was awesome to kind of have another talent like i mean maybe not similar to Tari eason but you know he came in um you know didn't get the minutes went to lsu of course and then was you know this amazing draft prospect it was awesome to kind of have one of those players on that same caliber, who was able to, you know, spend one year in a big role and go test his luck in the NBA. I really wish that he stuck around because he's a great talent. And, um, you know, next year, he probably would have just risen his draft stock even more playing in the Big 12 against these better opponents regularly, and still producing the same numbers, if not better. But, um, you know, best of luck to him as he pursues a career in the NBA.
1: I hope he fostered a a trash talking in like one of the younger guys because landers not trash talk was like undefeated like sometimes you could just hear it when there was not many people in the <laughs> buildings on even on tv and uh he, he he could talk with the best of them so uh hopefully daniel skillings or one of the younger guys has that ability but yeah i think he i mean you know this team is better and like a part of a reason for that is landers Nolly and i you know he he played well and he showed. I think he showed to future players what you can do in West's system and like what playing for West Miller gives you, gives you the freedom, gives you the, the ability. And like if we get more guys, you know, who can like come in like that and be one year guys, just like a Landers Nolly and come in and be transfers, I think that was only a positive for your Bearcats.
3: I would just like to put this out here as a simple question. I want a one one sentence answer, zero explanation past that. It's going to be difficult. If you were to make your predictions right now as to what player is going to pop off next year for the Bearcats, who would it be? One player, one sentence. Billings.
1: Yeah, um, I would say, honestly, like, uh, I think Ravon is gonna pop next year, and it's not gonna be he's gonna put like put up 30 points in a game or something. But I think you like jo- Joel, I got to go see Ravon actually because he was playing his high school ball out here in Arizona for the year. I got to see him on his senior night, and man, he gets in dude's shirts like he's a classic, like, uh, you know, Hep Cronin's son recruit. <laughs> like, uh, he he like Absolutely. is just like right there in the defenses, like, it he's he plays tight defense. Passes the ball. He's always energetic, like always on. like he's going to do some things and he's going to like have some dunks this year where are like, oh, my God. So and so I'm really excited about Ravon.
3: So I lost count after about 10 sentences there. It was supposed oh. to be one. But <laughs> damn you, Steve. Hey, now, <laughs> we're on a podcast. I we're talk. on a podcast. It's fine. It's fine. What it's do you fine. want me to do? Um, no, I, I would agree. My answer was going to be Ravon as well. And for, for many of the same reasons, I think he's just a get up in your face and and classic bearcat type of baller who's got a lot of skill and a lot to offer i
0: I guess i wasn't considering any of the new guys coming in um i said skillings because i just think he had flashes um when he was kind of in those big moments where you know no one could guard him Uh, um you know definitely also wasn't afraid to kind of drive or pop off or
1: and he made all of his to layups background. too. Yeah. Like an underrated part about him, like is a, a easy way to win my heart over is if you make your like layup shots right around the basket and you, you aren't like the dude who's just, like goes up bricks, a, a one foot shot and then has to get your own rebound and you get blocked. And he made his layups. He made shots around the room.
3: I am the old head who will always scream free throws. And I will, <laughs> I will die on that Hill until free I, it's, throws. every. Look at look at the NCAA tournament. Look at every single game during conference play. Look at the tournament games and non-conference play. Look at the games against Xavier's and all of those. And look at the free throw percentages. The games where you are on top and you've got it figured out and you're getting the calls and it works, you're winning. And when it doesn't, you lose. That is how it happens. And I will die on that hill. So moving on. Transfer Portal News, speaking of new Bearcats, we've mentioned it earlier in the show, we're making a really large circle all the way back to it. Jameel Reynolds is officially a Bearcat, and this guy is a Renaissance man in the American. He started a UCF, ended up at Temple, and now he's a Bearcat, but not an American Bearcat, a Big 12 Bearcat. He's 6'10", 285 pounds, averaged 10-5 and five with Temple, possible newcomer. Aaron Estrada is, has you seen his top four most recently saw him at Hofstra and Houston somehow got even better in the transfer portal. We are going to go back to Jameer Reynolds now, but those are all our transfer portal points. Yeah.
1: You needed a big, uh, you needed a guy who has a, like good playing experience and like 10 points from a big man. I don't think we've had that production consistently from either of our two guys this year, obviously locking got hurt and Odie assumed his powers when he went down. So, but if, You know, I, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, but my theory is that UC basketball is about big men, you know, like we've had, we, you know, obviously there's Troy Copain's, Jaron Cumberland's, Nick Van Exel's of the world, but we've had so many better big men in our history than we have guards. And obviously Oscar Robertson was the best guard of them all, but more recently, you know, I think, you know, like obviously Danny Fortson, Kenny Martin, uh, Jason Maxiel, Eric Hicks, uh, Gary Clark, Kyle Washington, and you know I think just last year the amount of rebounds we just would not get uh, just because we were not big enough was shocking. But the rebound, we Justin, I think all the games we won were was because we won the rebounding battle. So mm-hmm. just more size and more length, I think it's a great thing.
0: I think you can also call it's always it, a great thing. Um, I think. <laughs> Looking back in the NIT, that's one of the reasons why we lost against Utah Valley State Community College Sisters of the Poor. Um,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> we we couldn't stay down low. We couldn't rebound. We you know, there was no way of stopping them. So I'm really excited um to have you know some of these bigger guys come in and um yeah, hopefully make that difference.
3: Yeah. Um speaking on the uh points here, Steve. You like to inform us a little more on uh, this possible prospect oh yes yeah. so um,
1: yeah Aaron Estrada uh, he uh, so don't listen to on, on three because apparently they just use like uh, an algorithm that just aggregates how many people are talking about a player being connected to like a different school as their crystal ball so don't listen to anything they say but Aaron Estrada 20 points last year five rebounds four assists 47% of uh, 48% shooting from the field. Um, needless to say, he's pretty good and he'd only have a year left, but man, like just having a score like that in the big 12, that's another Landers, Nolly type guy. And uh, mm-hmm. he's, we're competing with new conference mate, Kansas state for him as well as Arkansas and uh, no Alabama and uh, St. John's, I think. But um, yeah, it just, man, what a get that would be to get Aaron Estrada here. And just, like I said, another Landers, nolly type.
0: Forgive my ignorance, but does John Newman have another year?
1: He does. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So they're figuring that him. out right now. He just, they have to like get him the medical waiver or something or you know, try and get him an extra year because he already took an extra medical year and the COVID year. So I think this would be like year seven for him. Well, so and... this guy's like
0: 30.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Newman's yeah. And, at least 25, I think.
1: Yeah. He's 20, like my 25. age. I, I went to college for about parts of seven years. So, I mean, you know, John and John Newman and I are on the same. We're on the same academic track.
3: I'm, I'm graduated now. But OK, yeah. that's a lie. Uh, guess what year he was born in? Uh, 1998.
0: I'm going to guess 2000.
3: 99. Whoa. Yeah, it's 99, baby. So he is not as old as you, old head Steve. Uh- <laughs> he's
0: only what, 23?
3: Yeah, 23. So he's. I think it's also one of those things too, when like, you know, the time that he spent at Clemson as well, and like just kind of where his career has taken him. I I really hope that he can just find that groove and stay healthy in this next season because, as we all saw in his you know first season with the Bearcats, man's got a lot of lot to offer. He is a like we, like we've mentioned before. I I don't know. I think we all have this. So- we, we don't like to admit it, but we have this obsession with Mick Cronin-style basketball. It's maybe ugly. It may be a lot of rock fights, and nobody wants to admit that they love it, but you love it. It's Bearcats basketball. It's what we grew up with. It's what we know. It's in your face, beat you down, grab the boards, disciplined, and sh- kill you if you aren't disciplined ki- type of basketball. And everybody loves that, and John Newman is that. That is exactly what he is
0: it's what initiated the cardiac cats. Yes. Every game was a rock (laughs) fight. Every game was that bully ball. You were going to have games that were 45 to 46 with five minutes left. Like, you know, I still
3: remember the Iowa state game that was like 56 to 55 or 55 to 54. Like that is a classic, like rock fight. Like I love those types of games because I mean, I think I've heard many professional players talk about how they can't watch a college basketball game or how it's so ugly. And if you're not a sicko, why are you listening to this podcast in the first place? But second of all, like, be a sicko. Like, enjoy the ugliness of basketball sometimes and enjoy the beauty of it at the same time. Because, like, I think both offer those things, and especially, like, defensive basketball is just such a underrated... Aspect of sports, like when you just see true defensive basketball, it's beautiful. Like Houston has played some fantastic defensive basketball in the midst of the Bearcats, not doing so much of that. Uh, but I think this is one of those things where moving forward, I would still love to see our identity be that. I think we've got a lot of talent coming in the door, but if we can manage to maintain that defensive identity, I think. It started to slip away. That's not necessarily part of Wes's MO. He talks it, but I don't think he necessarily walks it defensively in the same way that we want it to be. If we can get back to that, I, I I would love that. It's just, it's, it's awesome to have that defensive prowess and something to hang your hat on because you know, you can be a top 60 three-point shooting team. You can be top 60 in all these metrics, but what do the other people know you for? What are they scared of when they go to play in your gym? You know, I, I think that's one of those things that's really cool preparation wise. But,
0: so I would love to say that um, fifth third was always rocking, you know, in those final uh, Mick years. And I mean, even in the beginning of the Brandon years, because we had some of that still carry over, um, but we've lost a little bit of that type of home court advantage that I'm hoping to get back with these bigger opponents, with these bigger recruits and transfers Um I went to the nit game that we hosted and it was absolutely amazing and you know why it was amazing Mm -hmm. is because there were no season ticket holders (laughs) that had unused seats or were you know these um old head donors that you know just weren't as involved in the games anymore that were just there because they get those tickets um it was all you know first come first serve seating on the website so you had current students, you had recent alumni um, that were in like the Champions Club and right there on courtside. And it was one of the most rowdy games that I'd been to. And it wasn't because it was as full as it has been. They had the entire top section completely blocked off, but it was because the entire lower bowl, everyone was standing, everyone was screaming and cheering. And, you know, I want that environment back.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Like this is one of those things where fortunately you were able to be there. Steve and I, of course, weren't because we're out of state, but it's one of those things where on TV you watch it and you see exactly what you're saying, every bit and piece of it. Like you get that big 12 environment energy, you get that raucous fifth third energy that you want. And so like, I think going forward, I would really love to see them try to find a way to scheme figuring that out to be more energetic in the lower bowl. And I think personally, people will show PM up but... game.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, one 10 PM game. The like, it gets added at the last second. So season ticket holders, like can't get the tickets and then you just do it. So but, yeah, and people would get mad about that. I would like to see like bearcat madness come back too, And like, I feel like that's kind of like the same, same idea.
3: But... Maybe we, <laughs> this is an idea. Don't take me too seriously here, but maybe we just do like a, 10 a.m. Sunday morning game so all of the like season ticket old churchgoers won't show up
0: and you'll just have
3: all the angry Rockets Bearcats fans shouting profanities
0: you (laughs) idiot you're suggesting a 10 a.m. Sunday game when everyone's out at Woody's until 3 a.m. the night before (laughs) or or like
1: you know people are going to like getting tailgating and watch the Bengals game too so yeah oh very
3: true like I said, not serious, but I would like, I would really love to see something where we can just, like you said, guarantee that a lot of the old heads are going to be sleeping or they're going to be out doing something else. I don't know what that would be, but we need to figure it out. Um, our last point here to wrap us up, the NFL draft is coming up. Uh, as we've mentioned before, we are on our off season schedule. So we're doing a show every other week or every other other week. Uh, so it's not as consistent during the season which means that we probably won't have another one before the draft starts. So with that said, light points to hit on the draft. There's a couple names floating around. There's some there, there's some recent updated draft metrics as well. Um, if you would like to read more about that, I would suggest heading over. Of course, always to your Cat Skeller friends. I don't think we've put out uh, any official draft information yet. I don't think there's Maybe articles. Should. Maybe we should, but until then, you can get a uh, much more inside, inside source with Justin Williams as well. I know that he just put something out. Um, haven't had the chance to read that, but uh, as far as the NFL draft goes, boys, just want to know what are your general thoughts? Where do you think Bearcats will end up? Do you, who do you think has the best shot to go the length and hopefully make a? I would think second, third, first. Do we have do does does Ivan have a chance at first, or do you think that this is a do you think this is a second, third round kind of conversation?
0: I don't think Ivan will be in the first. Um, I do think that he's going to be either a late day two or an early day three pick. Like I don't think he's making it to the sixth or seventh round at all. Yep. My fear um is he's going to go to you know the Patriots or um <laughs> Uh, or like the Steelers, or one of these teams that has these traditional hard-hitting linebackers that know how to use these, you know, hybrid type guys, and he's just going to be, you know, their wild card. There, you know, bowling a china shop, and he's just going to, you know, have a great career for a team <laughs> that I don't want to root for.
3: My, mo- my greatest fear is that a Bearcat will have a fantastic career. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I almost hated Travis Kelsey
1: for a while, you know, during like the last few playoffs, but, uh, you know, uh, I still love him. I just like, it just, I, I, I don't like when my two loves
3: cross streams, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not good for me.
0: Yeah. Uh, never cross streams.
1: No, how, did,
3: no. how did you, never. then how did you feel about, uh, His comments specifically on Orlando Brown Jr. going to the Bengals, and he's like, it was like watching, it was like watching my best friend go to the dark side.
0: (laughs) I mean, mean, he's got a sense of humor. His podcast brother, I mean, even throughout the season and throughout the playoffs, it just made me love them even more. You Mm -hmm. know, I. I don't hate the chiefs and maybe it's because they've only had recent success, but you look at the Steelers, you look at the Patriots, like these teams that have been the top dog for so long that you just build up, you know, this evil empire hatred of, I don't have that for the chiefs yet. And yes, they just got their second, but I feel like they need to, you know, continue that success for a little longer before I'm like, all right, I'm a little tired of the chiefs. You know, Patrick Mahomes is fun. You can have your opinions about his family. Travis Kelsey's is fun. Andy Reid is fun. Like, It's a fun team to root for. That's not the arrogant like Belichick, Brady. Their fans are very obnoxious. So,
3: (laughs) so them beating the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl and then win it didn't really, didn't really do much for you.
0: Oh no, (laughs) I'm a Bengals fan. Don't get like I was rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, of course.
0: What I mean by that is, you know, I don't hate Kelsey for being on the Chiefs. I don't hate you know also Kelsey for being on the Eagles you know there are teams in the NFL that I hate and there are teams in the NFL that like I don't really care about like good for them if they have success so that's why I say Ivan is going to go to one of these teams that knows how to use these agile smaller backs Um, and you know I think when you look at Scott um, and um, you know some like Wiley and some of our other players I think that we're gonna have another five, six, maybe even seven players. Wow. drafted. Um, who's your
3: sixth and seventh? <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. I was just kind of started a sentence and you don't well, really yeah,
3: The bigger I, number sounds better though, <laughs> right?
1: I mean, but five is definitely possible because you got yeah. Scott, Tucker, uh, Wiley, I mean. Taylor maybe as like a sixth or seventh round guy. Yeah, Apparently, I'm Arquan, Arquan so. Bush has been sliding up there. I'm, I was I, not I think, very I
0: think Bush will be drafted first.
1: Yeah, I wasn't very high on him when he was here, but, like, I mean, you know, I, I'm all happy for him, and then, obviously, Ivan, so I could see six, like, I I mean, and then do, maybe Jabari Taylor is the seventh, and like, or, like, you know, I, haven't, I haven't done my
0: one. due di- diligence on the draft process at all, so that was just can me. I, can I tell <laughs> you guys
1: something? I I could not care less about the draft unless it's, like, the Bengals or, like, uh, well, you know, the Bearcats being
3: drafted. You're leading into my final question to send us off for the evening, which which is, if the bank, I don't care about need or any part of that, uh, of positional need or whatever. If the Bengals can draft one Bearcats player this year, which one would you choose? I mean, Maybe it comes down to need, but who would who do you think would be the best? Can
1: Deshaun Pace leave early and be like a super safety for the, <laughs> for the Bengals? I,
0: I want them to draft Scott because yeah. odds are, you know, the rumor is they just got a T. Higgins deal done. They're, of course, going to keep Jamar and Burrow around, so they're going to need to get some cheaper contracts. Tyler Boyd's expires after this year, so I think Scott would be perfect to be the fourth option this year and then slide right into that slot.
1: Man, him and that Joe Burrow offense, he just puts one foot in the ground, catches the ball, and he's gone. (laughs) And like, yeah, Yeah. oh my God. I saw someone like wanting him to be picked by the Browns, and I was like, yes, Bearcat, but also no Browns. Like, (laughs) exactly what happened with, I mean, the Browns have been picking some Bearcats lately with Hudson and uh, Hudson a couple of years ago and Ford last year. So I wouldn't be surprised.
0: I would, you, you of course want your, you know, Players to be drafted, but you don't want them to go to bad teams because while they may get a starting spot right away, if they're in a bad situation, they're not going to succeed.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree too. I, I think that I think I would say Scott would be my pick just because, having, like you said, having that guy who can transition into that spot, I think somebody's going to have to hit the chopping block. And like you said, I think it's probably going to be Boyd. I would be interested too. I mean, I think Wiley would be a great choice. I, I don't remember what the whole situation is with Hearst right now. I think that he uh, Hurst is.
0: is no longer a Bengal. He's in Carolina. Ir- sorry, sorry.
3: God damn it. Who am I thinking of? Irv um, Smith.
0: Oh, Irv Smith Jr. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, it's, it's you know, oh, being able wait. to solve that. Wiley would be a good
1: bear, uh, Bengal. Like having a yeah. tight, a young tight end to build around. Like, oh, man, I would love that.
3: And yeah. And, you know, we've obviously have not necessarily had all the – greatest success tight end wise it's kind of been a reciprocating you know oh we we have some success and then they go and we have some success and, we'll, and then they go or we have some success wiley, and then they're
0: or, injured. Uh, uh, getting tight ends paid where you have uzama and then hearst and now Irv smith is on a one-year prove-it deal and then he's going to sign a massive contract exactly. after he puts up 800 yards and you know eight touchdowns so we'll see yeah. what happens but um wiley would also be a good choice for the bengals for sure
3: well, I think that does a good job of wrapping us up today. Joel, it was fantastic to have you back on here. I think we, maybe we should do this a little more often. Uh, I, it's, for having me, guys. It's wonderful having your voice on here. Thank you, um, And, of course, as always, uh, it's great to have a former... Viva La cats member on here as well. I mean, it, it's, it's honestly just great to be able to get the, get the gang back together. So thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, as you said, it's going to be a little bit of a choppy. We'll let you know when we drop a new episode kind of schedule for the off season. Um, we do have a couple gems lined up coming down the pipe eventually. Uh, so that's just telling you that we don't have anything planned, but we're going to have something cool planned eventually. So, Keep your ears out. Keep your eyes on the Twitter. Make sure to hit the bell and find our notifications. Joel, sign us off.
0: I can't wait for us to drop this pod and the Jordan deal to release on like Friday.
1: Ah. Oh man. It would be, it would be good timing. I mean, we, we have not been known for good or bad timing yet. So (laughs) this is true. Never know. Maybe
3: we will see. But again, thank you guys for listening. This has been Viva La Cats for myself. Steve and Joel. Take care, folks. Go bearcats. Go bearcats.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.